Thank you so much, uh, Mommy Christine. And we bless the name of the Lord. It just give me a few minutes as I pack well and I put my slides in place. But I can pray and sing as I get ready. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His name. He has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his name. Father, we bless your name. We worship you, O oh God. We honor you, Father. We adore you, O oh King of oh Kings. You're the ancient of days. You are the great and mighty God. There is none like you. So, Father, receive all the glory, receive all the honor, receive all the worship. Father, we place this meeting into your hands. That, Father, even as I lead, that, Lord, you will take charge. That you will use me as a vessel to speak to these, your children. That, Father, you will speak through me, my Lord. Father, I pray for those on the call and then those that are meant to be on the call. That Father, you release them from anything that is holding them in the name of Jesus. Lord, be exalted, be magnified, and be lifted up on high. We thank you, Lord, for the month of July, the month of uh, spiritual warfare, the month where we have had our mission. Lord, we cannot take that for granted. So will you be exalted? Will you be magnified? Will you lift it up on in the name of our Lord Jesus? Amen. You're most welcome, friends. It's wonder working power in the blood of the There is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. 
There's anointing, anointing, wonder working, anointing in the blood. There's anointing, anointing, wonder working, anointing in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is anointing, anointing, wonder-working anointing in the blood of the Lamb. There is anointing, anointing, wonder-working anointing in the precious blood. Of the love, there's forgiveness, forgiveness, wonder working, forgiveness in the blood of the lamb. There's forgiveness, forgiveness, wonder working, forgiveness in the precious. Blood of the Lamb. My name still is Eunice, and I'll be taking us through that topic overcoming the passion of your former ignorance. And it is taken from the book of First Peter. Chapter 1, from verse 13 to 21. Please allow me to read. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children... Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And so we also remember Peter to be one of those that walked closely with our Lord Jesus Christ. And so he witnessed his suffering and his death. It is believed that Peter wrote this later while in Rome, and we can find that in First um, Peter 5.13. But also it is believed that he wrote this letter 
addressing it to those that were scattered in, in, you know, in different provinces, but that area is presently can be traced to be Turkey. And that is um, in First Peter 1, 1. Please allow me read it. First Peter 1, 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the elect, to God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have chosen, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of the of God the Father through sanctifying the work of the Spirit for obedience of Jesus Christ and sprinkling of his blood. So Peter was addressing it to new believers that, are, that were scattered in these provinces, of course, encouraging them, encouraging them to remain true to God, to endure hardships and, holy, and remain holy, saying that he who called them is holy. So please allow me have um, divide have a few key points or points to note from uh, our scripture reading and I will first of all take a few from uh, from chapter 1 verse 1 to 7. And my first point, number one, is chosen by God. So when we look at Peter's main focus, he called the members God's elect, those chosen for the foreknowledge of God, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. And then he calls them to be obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ. But also he reminds them that through the great mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, they have been given a new birth into the living hope through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So they, through great mercy, they have been called into a new birth. As in the old self is gone. And now through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, they have been given a new birth. They are born again. He also reminds them in the same verse, that is First Peter 1, 1 to 7. He also reminds them, that they have been shielded by great power, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he calls them to rejoice always, to rejoice in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so what was uh, Peter's reason for writing this? And that takes me to point number two, what I call expectation 
of that chosen one. And that I'll pick it from the scripture reading that I, I have read from 13 to 16. The expectation of the chosen one of the Lord. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. 14. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in your ignorance. And this is where we pick our main theme. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Amen. Amen. First of all, Peter first reminds these believers, the brethren, in chapter 1, reminding them that they are God's elect, that they have been chosen for a purpose. And so they ought to obey the Lord. So Peter reminds them that, and so what is the expectation of those that are chosen by God? In 13, he tells them, prepare your minds for action. You have not been chosen just to, to sit and wait, you know, to be taken to heaven. There is some work to do. But also be self-controlled. Have self-control in all that you do, in all that you speak, in your thoughts, in your mind, as you relate with the people. Be self-controlled. But also set your hope on the grace to be given you when the Lord Jesus Christ is revealed. Set yourself on the hope. Be hopeful in all that you do. Be hopeful in everything that you do. Be hopeful as you live your life on this earth because you're not going to heaven now. But prepare your mind. Prepare your mind for action. And then 14, he says, as obedient children do not conform to the evil desires that you had when you first, when you first lived in ignorance. Remember, I first told them that you have been given a new birth. You're no longer, you're no longer who you, the old that lived, but when you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, through his resurrection, you also re resurrected. You died to sin and you resurrected with him. So you are a new being. You are a new creation. So as a, an obedient child, and he uses this term of obedient children, you can imagine most of us here have uh, been children and we went through adult life. 
and we are adults now. Some have given birth to children, others are yet to give birth to children. But who remembers when they were children? If they ever worried about food, for example, worrying about supper or lunch, worrying about if you will get, uh, you know, shelter. We are now with great mercy. We have by great mercy. It's not even by by our own sake or what, but by great mercy, we have been given a new birth. We have this covering. So we are a new being. So no hint of anger, no hint of lust, no hint of name them. They should not be among us as evil desires. What is it that is evil that has been in your mind, that has been struggling, that you've been struggling with even now? Peter calls us and says that should not be with us. And then he goes ahead and says, just as he who called us is holy, so we ought to be holy. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And so even as, uh, as, I, spoke, as I speak now, I, I go back and, and, and I speak to myself. You know, what is it that I am struggling with? What is it that goes around me or within us that is evil? Uh, and we might even look at these things and you, you, you're like, maybe I, I don't, you know, commit uh, adultery, I'm faithful to my person. If I'm not yet married, I've not engaged in, in sexual immorality. I have not stolen. But it's more than this. And when, if, I, if I can take us back to, to our scripture reading, and take it on from verse 17. And I want us to read together, to follow together. 17. Since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear. So one call for is to fear God. Peter calls us to fear God as God's elect, as God's chosen ones, as the ones given a new birth. We ought to have reverent fear for God. And when I was looking at this reverent fear, you know, we ought to fear God, friends, even in all that we do. If the fear of God is with us, there are things that we will not have in our lives. For example, unforgiveness. If you fear God, you will know that you yourself, you are forgiven by God because you're not a saint he who called you into this new bath you know forgive you 
So you ought to forgive others when they hurt you. When you fear God, there are things you will not do because that by grace, you yourself have been redeemed. By grace, you yourself are who you are may be the reason you are better than others. And so when you fear God, you will know how to relate with everybody, with a weak and with a strong, with a struggling and those that are, are, that are quite unfortunate. When you fear God, you will know, by grace of God, you will know how to handle them. That is verse 14, 17, sorry. Verse 18, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of, of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before creation of the world but was revealed in the last times for your sake. Do you hear that? That he was chosen before the creation of the world. He was chosen before the creation of the world. Before the world came to being, our Lord Jesus Christ was chosen. Why? He was chosen and set to die to redeem us from sin that entangles us, to redeem us from every stronghold. So another call, another purpose for our chosen, for you, that, that God's elect is obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Fear God, we ought to fear God, because when we fear God, the evil desires that we had before we got to know our Lord Jesus Christ, they will definitely disappear. They will not dwell among us. If you are bitter, if you are a person that was full of bitterness, that eventually will leave. The fear of God, the obedience of our Lord Jesus Christ, Obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ. Obedience to his word and seeking his face. Because when you obey and seek him, he will reveal to you. Is, it so, is there something that you're struggling with? Bring it to our Lord Jesus Christ. And he will wash you clean. Why? He was chosen before the creation began. Why? For your sake, and this is scripture, I'm reading, just reading the Bible. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed to us in the last days for your sake. And so, friends, there's a reason why maybe we're not born in the times of Abraham or in the times of Jacob or in the times of David, but we were born now 
and the Lord Jesus Christ was set apart for our sake to redeem us from anything that entangles us. So how are we living our lives? Are we still entangled in the evil desires that we lived in way back before we got the revelation of our Lord Jesus? What is it? How are you living your life? Does your lifestyle attract many to our Lord Jesus Christ? If we don't preach why, uh, if we don't preach why, uh, the word of God, can my lifestyle attract the people in my workplace, the ones that see me, the ones that see what I do even before I, I talk about the Lord Jesus Christ? Can my lifestyle attract them to our Lord Jesus Christ? You in your home, at your work, wherever you have been called, can your lifestyle attract the non-believer, a Muslim? Can, can he be attracted to our Lord Jesus Christ by just observing you? Obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ. He was chosen way back the creation. Why? And set aside to die. That, that's what Peter is saying. For you know that it was not with perishable things like, such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from your away, from empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers but with the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish. He was chosen before the creation, but was revealed in the last days for your sake and live a life worthy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Point number three is believing in God. Please allow me read verse 21. Through him you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him. So your faith and hope are in God. So we, all, we, we are called to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are called to believe in God, our Father. We are called to have faith in a wonderful counselor, the mighty one, the Holy Spirit. And so when we do that diligently, sincerely, surely, the evil desires, the sin within us, that that entangled us, the chains shall be rolled off and broken. My other point, the second last one, is to love one another, have sincere love. And uh, please allow me read verse 22. Now that you have been purified, now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth that that you have so that 
I beg your pardon. Now that you have been, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for your brothers. Love one another deeply from the heart. That is scripture, just reading scripture. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ, obedience to God, the fear of God, believing in God, it's like, it's, it's like, like soap. You know, it washes us and purifies us. It washes our minds and removes any end of evil desire. And it purifies us and makes us pure. You know, and Peter is saying that now that you have been purified by obeying the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ, by, by, by obeying the words of God, by obeying this truth that has been revealed unto you, then have sincere love for your brothers. Have sincere love for your brethren. Have sincere love. Love one another deeply. From the heart. Wow. Love one another. Friends, how are we in this in this case? How are we? How are we? You have been purified. You have believed the truth. And for us as a cathedral, we have been so grateful. We have had, we, we've had, you know, online meetings close to four years. Every day, in and out, morning, Wednesday, morning, midday, evening. We are being purified. We are being washed through the word of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the truth of, of, of the word of God that has been revealed to us. How are we in terms of loving one another? Peter calls us to love each one of us, to love one another deeply from our heart. How is our love, my dear friends? Do we love those that hurt us? Or we love only those that love us? Do we love those that talk about us? Oh, we love only those that praise us. Do we love those, our enemies? Do we love them? Do we even have enemies? <laughs> you know, how are we in this, in, in this area? How are we? How are we? Do we love the people in our household? Do we love the people in the fellowship? Do we love the people that we work with? Do we love? 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 Because Peter calls us to love one another deeply, not from the lips, but from the heart. How our thoughts towards the rest. 
I challenge myself and I challenge you. How will you get a breakthrough if you do not love one another? How will your children receive a breakthrough if you hate your friends, your neighbors, and they know that mommy or daddy does not like the other person? How? How will he who gave his only son to die for us because he loved us, yet we can't love even those that we can't even do anything for them? We ought to love one another uh, deeply. Peter calls us, Peter challenges us. As God's elect, as people that have been redeemed, as people that fear God, how do you hate the one that God loves? Love one another deeply. We will not, even if we pray, even if we fast, but you hate others, surely your breakthrough will take long. I am, I have been, it's been a, 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 a season of, 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 of a spiritual battle, of warfare. Myself, I have been through a warfare way back. But God helped me to overcome because I learned to love even those that hate me. I learned to love and to forgive even that hate had done so much. They have caused, they had caused so much pain in my life, and I was struggling. And at one point, I asked God, why? What have I done? But I learned to forgive them and to, to love them. And they, were, they would be shocked. I would see shock on their face when I met them. But the Lord restored me very fast. It, it was a gradual process, but indeed, I saw the hand of God. One, why? Love. How will we differentiate ourselves from unbelievers if we believers can't love? How will those that do not know Christ know that we are that God's elect if we ourselves do not love? Love one another, brothers, out of from your heart. And finally. Finally, uh, verse 23, please allow me to read it, and that is my last point. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. You have been born again, brethren, we have been born again not of imperishable, but through the living and enduring word of God. So may we, may we, may we put aside the evil desires 
May we not conform to the standard of the world. May we, con- may we not conform to the things that we struggled with before we knew Christ. Because we have been born again, not of perishable seed, but imperishable. We have been bought at a price of a man who was who had no blemish, but gave himself to us. So may we put aside anything that entangles us brethren. May we put aside anything that stands in the way of loving one another deeply. Because that's the only way we can attract the unbelievers to the life of, 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 of knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. They will see you differently. So may we know who we are. We are God's elect. May we know who we are. Those called by the Lord Jesus Christ, saved by grace and mercy, having a shield. We are are shielded by the power of God. We have a covering around us. But when you do not love, when you are filled with bitterness, anger, you, 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 the, the, the shield around you gets melted and you may allow the enemy to attack you. So friends, may we know who we are. We have been born again, not of perishable things, but imperishable through the living and enduring word of God our Lord God of heaven, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so that calls us to not to conform, not to conform to the evil desires, but be transformed because we have been born again. And so friends, Peter challenges us to hold on to know who we are. Peter challenges us in, in, in these few things, just in a second as, as, I, as, as I sum up. To know that you have been chosen by God, you are God's elect. You know, and so you ought to obey the Lord Jesus Christ. He who, 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 who washed us by sprinkling his blood on us and he purifies us. To know that with great mercy we were given a new bath. There's a reason why you are not uh, uh, the other person. You are in the church. You may have struggles. You may not you know, have all that you, 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 you want, but it calls us for endurance. And hoping in the Lord Jesus Christ. Know that you have a shield around you. And know that that Peter challenges us to to rejoice. That we ought to rejoice in everything that we do. And so when you do that, know therefore that he also calls you 
to, to, you know, to prepare your minds for action. You've not been saved to say, you know, to go in heaven, but prepare your minds for action. Go out and know there is some work to do. There are, there, there, you know, there are souls to win for Christ. And so be self-controlled. And then also set yourself fully to the grace that has been, you know, given. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires. Know that you have been saved. You have been renewed. And so we ought to be holy. And therefore, it calls, uh, Peter challenges us to fear God. To have reverence, fear for God. To be obedient, to believe in God, and to have sincere love for one another. To love one another from our hearts. But finally, to know that we have been bought, not of imperishable, we have been redeemed, not of imperishable seed. Not of perishable seed, but imperishable. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you praise. We give you honor, glory, and adoration. Thank you. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. For he was set before the world was, was created. And he was set apart for our sake to redeem us and to bring us your glory. Thank you. So help us to know that we are, have been given a new birth through his resurrection. And so we ought to, to you know, not to conform to the evil desires, the desires that were before our father, forefathers, that these evil desires that entangles us, that we will know that we are God's elect, chosen, redeemed by precious blood of Jesus. And so we ought to fear you and to honor you. We ought to obey you and to have sincere love for one another. And so, Father, may your name be glorified. And we pray all this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay, let's pray. Uh, we're saying that you can, we can believe that there were so many points, but I'll just bring out a few. And um, those who have not been, those, we can go through them again online. We want to thank God for, she has talked to us about that we are chosen by God and also elect, we are God's elect. This cannot be taken for granted. We are called to obedience to the word of God and to his calling. We were, we were given birth. We are we are born again by the grace of God. From the very beginning, Christ was put aside for that to redeem us. We are redeemed. And yet we are also shielded by the great power of the Lord. So in the end, we're expected to be to come and be uh, and prepare our minds for action, to go and do as we have been told. Yes, we cannot over. Uh, emphasize the word of being hearers and doers. We are called to be hearers and doers of the word. Yes, to go and preach the gospel and be a blessing to God's people. And then we're also called to self-control, 
to be self-controlled people, to be hopeful in the Lord, not conform to the evil desires of the world. And uh, we are also called to holiness in the Lord, to, because he who called us is holy. Yes, we're also called to be reverent before God, because when we are reverent before God, all evil will shun away. As we have the fear of the Lord, we will not find any unforgiveness in our hearts, any evil things in our hearts, because we will have the Lord on the inside and be reverent to him. The fear of the Lord will be on our side, on the inside, and so we will remove everything that doesn't glorify God. For the sake of Jesus Christ, we will remain obedient children and be reverent to God. Obedience has been over, very, very much emphasized, and um, we are also told to love, to love each other deeply from the heart. Yes, this is a, not an easy thing to love. It's not easy at all. But when you love, you get a reward. You are loved in return. Uh, there, there are so many times when you try to love, and the unlovable are very difficult but we are called to love anyway, to continue loving. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for your servant, for the points that you have brought us out, brought, um, uh, that you have used her to bring to us. Lord, we pray that you help us to be obedient to your word. As you have called us and we are elected, who are we? That we are elected, who are we? We are not even worthy of anything, but you elected us. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. You put him aside for redeeming us as, as human beings, as, as people of the world. Lord, we pray that you help us to be obedient to your word. Be hearers and doers of the word. Father, even as we know that when we're born again, we are shielded by your great power. We are not alone. We're not left asunder. You have given us all that we need remain in you and you in us. Lord, help us as we prepare to be uh, responsible children of this, your family, to go out and preach the gospel and also be uh, and be uh, people whom people can be a uh, readable pieces that we may live exemplary lives for King of Glory. Help us have self-control in every way, physically, also in our thoughts and mind, Lord God, to have self-control because you read the mind. The mind. Lord, we also come to you and request that you help us to be, to be hopeful in you, to have our hope in you, King of glory, and not to conform any longer to the, path, so to the, to the desires of the world. Lord, you have also called us to holiness because you are holy. You said, be ye holy as I am holy. You called us, you are holy. It's possible because you, when you call us to holiness, you are holy yourself and God help us to remain holy. Lord, let this be our desire, our prayer that we remain holy. Father, we also pray that you help us to Remove all that you don't want in us as we, rever- we live in reverence of you, that any unforgiveness, such things don't appear in us, elements of evil that don't appear in us, bitterness, anger, all those that may find may melt away at your presence. King of kings and Lord of lords, we, we thank you for you. have called us to obedience, and we pray, let's go, that you help us to continue serving you 
and everywhere to believe in you, to believe in Christ Jesus, who by faith, King of glory, we also pray that we have not loved, help us to love if they are unlovable, even those who are difficult to love, even those that hate us and persecute us, Lord God, help us to love them with deep, uh, love one another deeply from our hearts, O King of glory. Lord, we are praying for purification. Purify us from all evil as we continue to serve you, as we strive to serve you, King of glory. We also pray, Lord God, that as we go and do other things, we may remember that we're not bought by imperishable. We're, we're bought by the, the blood of thy son, Jesus Christ, which has all the power the power to, to fight the enemy and not conform any longer to the plans of the, the evil desires, O King of Glory. We thank you, King of Glory, as we go to sleep, as we go to ponder on your word, as we continue on meditating on your, meditating on your word, every point that our sister brought, out, brought to us, help us remember it and uh, Think about it and put it into action. We thank you. We bless you. Lord, I thank you for those who have tuned in, those who, are, who tune in later, that you bless us together. Meet us at a point of need, whatever it is. Where it is hard to love, help us be able to love. Where it's hard to be obedient, help us to be obedient. Where it's hard to do what you want us to do, help us to, be, to, to do it. In Jesus' holy and mighty name, we pray. Amen.